this is Offhand with Stephen and Lydia. I'm Stephen. And I'm Lydia. And you're listening to our podcast. Yes. And, I'm sorry, go no, ahead. No, no, go for it. Go I for it. I was just saying that we are continuing our little prayer series. That's right. We're excited to do that. Stephen, what's our prayer motto? Oh, yes. Well, I didn't realize it was like official motto now. Well. Apparently, now it is. <laughs> we can make it that. It's officially our motto. I think if it's been in every podcast about our prayer series, we can make it our motto. That's true. Yeah. And maybe they know what we're going to say. <gasps> maybe maybe they they've listened to the other episodes and they're, they're like, oh, I know what they're going to say. They're pretty smart. They're, they're going to say that anyone can pray and that the more you do it, you're going to get better. Yep. The more everyone can improve. Everyone can pray, and everyone can improve. Yep. Yeah. But only so, if you do it. Right. There's no way to improve just if you're going, oh, yeah, no. sure. I'll get better sometime. <laughs> you got to do it. You got to pray. So, in this podcast, we are going to talk about praying for others to know Jesus. Praying for their salvation. Right. Yeah. We should always want to pray with what lines up with what God wants, His will. And we know that if we pray according to His will, He hears us. There's a Bible verse that says that in the Bible. Yeah. And and sometimes it can be difficult to know what God's will is. So sometimes when you're praying for a certain thing, whether you think it's a part of God's will or not, then just because you don't know, just say, if it be your will, God. Yeah, that's a good idea. But one thing we should always pray for, because we always know it's something God wants for people, is to be saved. Yes. Yeah. God always wants people to be saved, so that's a safe thing to pray for. The Bible says it. (laughs) Yeah, it says, God is not wishing that anyone should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That's 2 Peter 2, 9. We asked Uncle Chris to come join our podcast today and and um, pick out a verse of the day for our topic. Isn't that great, Puppet Podsters? So welcome, Uncle Chris. Thank you. I did pick out a I I hope you will bear with me. I picked out... Why? You're not prepared? No, I'm prepared. I'm a did little... Did you forget? I'm a little over-prepared. Oh. <laughs> by which I mean I look for a verse of the day and... Well, do it, you have a passage of the day? Well, it's kind of four verses because it's all one thought. Remember, we like, okay. to, we like to keep our podcast around 15 minutes. Okay, all right. <laughs> Stephen then and I I'll pick passages right sometimes to too. It. I okay. will get right You're to on. it. You're on. I thought this was a great topic because praying for people that they would come to salvation, that they would come to know Jesus, that's really important. It's really kind of its own type of prayer. You're not asking for a thing, nope. and you're not asking for help for yourself. It's different from prayers where you're just thanking God or worshiping Him. This is really specific, and it's for somebody else. The Apostle Paul talked about this kind of prayer when he wrote to his friend Timothy. This is where I got the verse of the day. Good old Timothy. Yeah, so this is in 1 Timothy chapter 2, and the first four verses say this. First of all, then... I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So, when we pray for people who are lost in their sin, just like we were before we came to know Jesus as Savior, we are 
Well, we're interceding for them with God. That means we're going to God and we're saying, Lord, I want this person to be able to know you the way I do. Would you please draw them to yourself? So we pray for them, even when they they don't pray for themselves. They might not even know that they should. Uh, it reminds me of just a couple times, uh, a couple of different occasions in my life where God led me and my family to pray for somebody. I thought it was interesting that it said, pray for those who are in high positions. You know, you might know of somebody who is a very important person. Somebody may be famous for being important. And the Lord leads you to pray for them. And you think, well, I can pray for them, but I'll never get to share the gospel with them. They don't know me. They'll never know me. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that might be true. But you can still pray for them. Yeah. But you should be ready to witness to anybody, even a famous person. One time, my family and I, the Lord put on our hearts a very famous person that we wanted, that he, well, he wanted us to pray for. So we started praying for them. Do you know what? What? He actually gave us an opportunity to witness to that famous person. We never wow, ever thought really? we would. Yeah, he did. Uh, it so happened, this is a really cool thing, it so happened that we had been praying for this person. A lot of people apparently had been praying for this person. And before we even got to share the gospel with them, which we did, by the time we got to share the gospel with this famous person, yeah, they had come to know Jesus as Savior. Wow. Isn't that cool? That That's is. really cool. Yeah. And then I'm reminded of a child that I talked to not too long ago who was just your age who told me that he didn't believe that God was real. <gasps> And I thought about that, and we talked about it for a little while. And one reason they didn't believe God was real was because they felt like when they prayed, they didn't hear anything. They didn't hear a big voice saying, hello, or feel anything tingling inside. But God speaks to people. I felt that way sometimes. Sure. But God speaks to people in lots of different ways. Through his word, the Bible is a big way. A big way he talks to us. And God does answer prayer. He doesn't always answer the way that we think he should or the way we want him to. But he does answer prayer. And I thought about this boy who told me he doesn't believe in God, who is just your age. Guess what? He's on my list of people to pray for because I know something. I know something about God because God tells us in his word that God wants that boy to be saved. Yeah. He wants that to happen. And so, even though this boy doesn't even believe God exists, that doesn't change the fact that God does, and God wants him to be saved. And I think maybe part of God reaching out to that boy was just the conversation that he and I got to have about how God is real. And yeah. we'll keep praying for him. Yeah. Put him in your path so that you could be ready to tell him. So, yeah. I have a question, Uncle Chris. Yes. If we if we know that God wants people to be saved, yes, then we pray for it yeah, because we're He tells us to. to. Right. So if we pray hard enough and long enough for someone's salvation, and we know that God wants them to be saved mm-hmm. and come to Him and be with in, with Him in heaven, does that mean that they will be? Do our prayers get them into heaven? Well, 
No, it doesn't work quite that way. And I'll tell you why. Mm. The very next verse after the verse of the day that I gave you, the very next verse says, for there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. In other words, there's only one way to get to heaven, and that is by each individual coming to Jesus and asking him for salvation. Jesus is the only go-between between God and people, the only one who could build that bridge between God and people and oh. forgive people of their sin because he paid for it. So, yes, we should pray for people, and we should pray for them earnestly and for a long time, if that's what God leads us to do. But it isn't our prayers that push them into heaven. It isn't our asking God, and he finally goes, well, okay, because you prayed, I guess I will. We pray for them that they will come to know Jesus, and we ask God to show them himself, Mm -hmm. to put people in their path, to point them to him, to show them himself in his word, the Bible, in all different ways that God does it, but God doesn't force people to be saved. Yeah, he gives them a choice to accept it or not, right? Right. He did that because that's part of what love is. Mm -hmm. God made people to be able to choose to love. If you can't make a choice, then you can't choose to love. And God wants people to be able to choose to love. But it also means they can make the other choice too. And that is sad when they do. Yeah. So when they if they do say, Okay, I believe now and I and please Jesus save me from my sin, then Jesus goes to God and says, I covered their sins. That's right. Jesus is the mediator. He says, Look, I paid for that sin. And God the Father says, You sure did. It's covered. Cool. And that's wow. why Jesus can offer forgiveness from sin. Yeah. So there you go. It's a wonderful thing to do, and it's important, but sometimes it can take a really long time. I remember my great-grandparents, one set of my great-grandparents, my great-grandma, she knew Jesus as her Savior. My great-grandpa did not, and he was not interested at all. He didn't want to go to church. He didn't want to hear about God. He wanted to live life his own way. But my great-grandma, she prayed for him every day, for 40 years. Wow. Wow, that is a long time. It's what a happened? long time. Well, she kept praying, and I'll bet sometimes she got discouraged. I bet she did. Yeah, she probably felt like, why do I keep praying? This doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. And she loved her husband, and she wanted him to know Jesus. How discouraging yeah. and hard. But she kept at it because God told her to keep at it. And guess what? There came a point, and he was an old man. I was a young boy when this happened. And the Lord spoke to his heart, and he finally responded. He finally chose to accept Jesus as his Savior. He was a very old man, but it was not too late. And my great-grandma's prayers were answered after 40 years. That's so great! She must have been so happy! Oh, that reminds me of that verse that I talked about earlier in Second Peter. Mm. Yeah? It says, The Lord is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. That's right. Oh, I just thought of a good idea. What? Like Uncle Chris was saying about how he has a... He's added that boy to his prayer list. Yeah. Maybe that's something that we can do or even you listening can do. If you think of some people in your life that you're like, oh, 
I feel like God wants me to pray for them. Then you can have, you can write down like maybe in a little journal or something, a list of people so you don't forget. Because it's easy to forget if you don't do it. Yeah. And for a little bit, you're like, oh, I just totally forgot about that. But if you write it down, then you're like, oh, that's right. I was praying for this person. That's a great idea, Stephen. I need to still pray for them because I haven't heard that they learned about accepted Jesus yet. You can even put it somewhere where you see it every day, like on your bathroom mirror or your maybe you have a lamp by your bed or something, you can put it right on there and see it all the time. Yeah. Some people will take and write down the date when they started praying for somebody, either for their salvation or for something in their life or something that they're asking the Lord about. They'll write down the date. And the reason they do that is because later on, if that prayer gets answered, if they see the answer, God always answers prayer. If they see the answer, then they'll write down that date and how God answered that prayer. And that can be really encouraging to just have a visual, a reminder that, yes, God does answer prayer sometimes in just always in his own time, yeah. not always in ours. Yeah. yeah, and we don't always get to see it, but if we do, that would be a cool thing to do. And we can do that with any type of prayer. It doesn't sure. have to just be this kind of praying for salvation for people prayer. It can be one of the other kinds of prayers that we talked about, too. Yeah, and if we are praying for someone, we should always be ready to tell them about Jesus if mm-hmm. God gives us the opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's a good reminder, Stephen. Well, Uncle Chris, I know that this is not your favorite part, but if you'll hang out with us for a few more minutes, you get to hear some jokes. Oh, boy. Because that's what we're doing right now. I love a good joke to give the funny bone a poke. Being that next to riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. I love a good joke. All right, Puppet Podsters and Steven. Here's a joke. What did the zero say to the eight? What? Said, nice belt. (laughs) (laughs) I love a good joke. We'll laugh from here to Roanoke. Being knock-knocks or riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. I love a good joke. You must have really pulled that belt tight. Here's a joke. How do pickles enjoy their day off? (laughs) I didn't know pickles needed a day off. Well, they relish it. Pastors for joining us on our an- another little uh, prayer podcast. Yes. Our prayer series. Uh, we hope you've been enjoying it. And if you would like to email us, you can. StephenLydiaSing at Yahoo.com. We cannot forget, Lydia, our shout out. Right. I just thought of that as I was giving the email. I was like, oh, we got to do that. That's right. We want to give a shout out to all of our friends at Colfax Community Church. Yeah. It was so fun to be with you this past week and hang out with you and sing with you and uh, learn Bible stories with you. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. We had a great, great week. We hope you did too. And yeah. We hope that God taught you a lot about his word. It was really fun taking pictures with you too. Yes. <laughs> that was super fun. Oh. That you can find us on Twitter also if you have a Twitter account, Puppet Podsters. You find us by putting in at Stephen Lydia. Yeah. 
Or if you're on YouTube and you want to look at a couple videos, you can search the channel G-H-H-I-N-C. And there's some videos out there of Lydia and I going on some adventures. Yeah, you can check out our website, G-H-H-I-N-C dot O-R-G. And I think that about does it. Am I right? That's right. All right. So thanks again for inviting us. This has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands.